This is the Kaya Speaks podcast, showcasing and giving you a taste of some of the awesome musicians, poets, rappers and comedians performing for the Kaya Festival of World Music and Arts. From the 27th to the 30th of August 21, tickets available on www.kaya-festival.com. The podcast is co-hosted by Billy Nomad and myself, Kezabel Poet. Enjoy! It's official. Hey! Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Samantha Day. Thank you so it's much, It's the Kaya Speaks podcast! Welcome to the podcast, it's another sunny day. It's a new interpretation <laughs> of karaoke. <laughs> May I say? Kez has got karaoke on in the back garden, we might I as well do something yes. around. <laughs> Neighbours up the road are... Even at Vindaloo and all sorts. <laughs> and some really old folky type ones that their granddad probably loved. And they're bellowing away. They're having a lovely time. <laughs> so what are you doing, Samantha, on this wonderful hot sunny day? Well, I've just got back from my holidays. Oh, and yeah. we were in Norfolk, North Norfolk, and in a place called Blakeney. Ooh. And it was lush. And Blakeney is full of a particular flower called a hollyhock. Do you know what a hollyhock is? I've heard of it yes, in a song. I love hollyhocks. I've got some in my garden. Yeah, your garden must be beautiful then. Really tall, really be sort of colourful. So you know what happens when you go on holiday? It's a bit like when you have the limoncello and you think, oh, yeah, we must take some of this home. You know, this is exactly what we need in our own home. So, yeah, we've been today looking for hollyhocks. Um we didn't find any, but we did have a nice burger at the pub in between looking. So that was good. Oh, yeah. nice. They grow quite easily, so I think just seeds would do it. I think we're going to have to steal some seeds from a neighbour's garden. I'll give you some. Have you got a neighbour oh, with Holly Hart? You. You, you saved me from a life of crime. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> well, we could stage a heist live on air. Mobile, I've actually right? got a, quite a history of shoplifting, if I'm honest with you, so it would have this been nothing to me. recorded, Samantha. <laughs> you can't be persecuted <laughs> for previous <laughs> crimes. <laughs> well, my lud. <laughs> yeah, well, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. You're a comedian, aren't you? And I put it back anyway, so... Oh, did you? No, what, not really. 20 years later? <laughs> yeah. But I would put it back if I had. If Coast hadn't now closed down, I certainly would put that bracelet back. That's all I love it. So, how long have you been doing the comedian work, then, Samantha? Well, I started it two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and can we count the last year as a year? Honestly, I mean, I, I was doing online gigs every week, so um, I'm I'm counting it. But in all honesty. I think we've yeah. all had to press pause, really, haven't we? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, that's still sort of taking yourself seriously and uh, spending a bit of time practising before the big stadium arena tour. Uh, 
<laughs> thing you know it could be very close so one has to be ready and actually to be fair you know when you start you sort of get together five minutes and you get together 10 minutes and then you end up kind of practicing that 10 minutes over and over again which is great but you do need to make some space to refresh it yeah and it's really tempting not to bother because you're just about not shitting yourself now <laughs> so um am i allowed to swear on your podcast yeah. can i just ask oh. that i yeah. only ask because i've already done it oh. um so actually it was really good to have an enforced year of writing and I've written loads and I'm now limbering up for my first one woman show, which will Yay. be about half an hour. Thank you. Exciting. Where are you going to be doing that? Well, I think I may start at some of the smaller comedy festivals. Nice. Um, but I've got a good friend. I've, I've made some friends in the comedy world because of course, three years ago, all of my friends were accountants and lawyers. And um, it won't surprise you to learn that they haven't been very useful to me in the world of comedy. So I've got some new friends now and I'll be taking advice from them on, on what to do first, really. Well, at least you can take the piss out of them, can't you? <laughs> And yes, make jokes. I'm <laughs> and I do. So at Carefest, that's one of the things I'm going to be doing is a whole set about the world of work and the ridiculous people that you end up working for. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Love it. So, Love it. So, yeah, is what's your style of comedy? Like, what's the overwhelming theme? Do you take the mick out of things? Do you take the mick out of yourself? Um, yeah, I hope that I'm always the butt of my joke. I'm not always the subject of my joke, but I'm always the target. Right. that makes yeah. some sort of sense um but it's all about relationships often work relationships or mr day my husband the lovely mr day has he a very difficult time does he uh <laughs> he, he is material really that's what i was about to say does he ever come to your right, shows material? and see it live he used to uh, yeah. stop now. <laughs> too hard for him oh man oh. that's him um <laughs> Yeah, who who else do you, uh, who else do you uh, make material out of? Well, I was very lucky in that I had a boss when I was an accountant who was a very, very good bully. And so she has um, given me, she was the kind of person who used to kind of use her holidays from work to go and run marathons. And you kind of think, well, you know, why do you need to keep running marathons for charity what have you done you know <laughs> who are you running from so she was that kind of person you know her heels were exactly the right height she oh, you know gosh. she didn't look like a prostitute I wouldn't want you to think that but she looked like, like she might be in charge of the prostitute that kind a of very person. different image so, yeah she's she's given me a gift the gift of bullying the, the life out of me um has come back in a different form and let's face it, who would pay her anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so Just you, saying. So you say you were an accountant. Are you no longer an accountant? That's right. Or as my mum says, I was a top accountant. I don't know why she says that, because I wasn't a big cheese. <laughs> it sounds I was better. very much a medium cheese. But anyway, <laughs> kind of that's a mild what, I was a top accountant. <laughs> Got has, she, has she ever said, um, when are you going to get a proper job? That's what quite often my granddad used to say that to my ex-husband, who was an artist. You know, when are you going to get a proper job? <laughs> no, mine were the other way around, because my parents were both teachers. So to them, you know, anyone who works in an office is a bit pretentious. And 
people who go into things related to money are immoral really so I think they're quite pleased that I've finally seen the light I'm doing something that vaguely involves being nice to people mm. absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. and they'll feed you through the poverty stricken part it'll be fine yeah that's right <laughs> no I did have that conversation with my mum at the time you know mum are you going to pay my mortgage and she's like no well of course not I'm like, mm, can you see the problem? I'm a single parent with three children. Yeah. <laughs> Big issue. Yeah. Well, we're really looking forward to having you at Kaya Fest. Yeah, and when I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What day are you great. performing? I'm performing on the Sunday. I should be there in my camper van. Um, and yeah, we're going to find out because I do have a. Uh, I do have a um, double act on stage with me, and that is my whippet, Percy. Oh. Now, his comedy is a little bit ranty and political. He's got a little <laughs> bit of bad Tory energy going on. But if he's allowed to come, he will be there too. Oh, well, yeah, totally. We'll work with him. I, I had a work with Tabani, the founder, and he said dogs aren't allowed. But, I mean, if it's part of your act, maybe I'll have to, you know, re-ask on that situation. You, you, could, you could claim yeah. it's a mental I mean, health card. Percy hasn't got an equity card yet, but... Um, <laughs> you say that Percy's your mental health dog because he's driving you mental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my lack of assistance dog. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be coming for the whole weekend or are you just coming for the day? the um mm, well it depends a bit on whether Percy the dog is allowed to attend because if he's not I won't be able to come more than for the day right. but if he is yeah. then I'll be there for the whole thing yeah yeah because it's Friday to the Monday isn't it he sounds good so what else have you got going on well on the Friday night we've got um Terry Hall from the specials he's doing like a funk thing and then that we've got Northampton University have got lots of bands on um, that's the Friday night. There's an opening, a fire ceremony, opening ceremony from Ancelcella from down south. A beautiful, beautiful man. Um, and then every morning in the Kaya Speaks tent, where which which I'm hosting with the Bard of Northampton, um, we have a meditation and sound journeys and uh, that sort of thing. And then in the afternoon we have spoken word, and then we have some rappers, and we have comedy hour. Yeah. I can actually do some meditation as well. Yeah. I mean, I can do some meditation now if you want. It's not, you know, it's not beyond me. <laughs> that would just be cooler. I'd yeah. keep fanning myself. I did learn, uh, I did learn a meditation, which is uh, all to do with making yourself cooler. It's, it's about sticking your, your tongue in the top of your mouth and breathing past it in a certain way. Oh. There you go. That's yeah, it's, it doesn't work so well audially, but is that a word? <laughs> well, but it's a good technique. I shall use it. In the tutorial, in the there was a bit of hissing. So I think you're supposed to be like... <sighs> Actually, it does feel quite cool. Although it cools your mouth down. Dry, no, supposed, yeah, well. quite dry. Yeah, yeah it's dry air. You should laugh and that cools you down. <laughs> yeah, I need some water. Maybe that will cool me down. I did actually think that I had a damp problem yesterday, so maybe I'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> See if it, it helps at all. <laughs> so your um your show, your full show, where where's that yeah. going to be starting? Is that in the autumn or? And where? Oh God, I don't know. I think um, 
I don't know. I reckon I could probably have it ready in about three months' time. So where are we? July, August, September, October. Yeah, sort of, yeah, let's say mid-autumn. And where are you based? I'm based, I'm slightly nomadic because I live two days a week in a camper van. But um, I live sort of between Watford and Amersham. So I live at, I say I live near Watford, which sounds not so nice i say i live near amersham that sounds very nice it's somewhere in the middle i'm a medium cheese again (laughs) (laughs) so what's this about you live two days um a week in a in a caravan sorry you said nomadic in a camper van sorry in a camper van so basically i had a little house in a town called farringdon in oxfordshire and when um comedy stopped overnight it disappeared up in a puff of smoke comedy turned into magic same with music (laughs) yeah music turned into magic everything turned into magic that's all folks (laughs) i started then to airbnb my little house um because my husband and i met after we'd both been single for 12 years so we both were like we had our friends and we had our houses and they were all in different places and we've got six children between us. So it's all quite complicated. So mm. we each kept our houses rather than like going in together. And then when comedy stopped, I thought, oh, like that. Oh, <laughs> and then I went like that because that's what thinking is at the end of the day. So I went like that. Eyes yeah, I just squinted like that. And so then I could right. see that if I Airbnb'd my house and moved in with my husband like a normal wife, things could be a lot cheaper for me. And then I decided that was really nice five days a week. (laughs) But I wasn't going to be doing it seven, (laughs) not for anyone. So now two nights a week, I go away in my camper van. I go back to my own houses and I sleep outside my own house. (laughs) (laughs) A bit stocky. A little bit stalky. Yeah, I just, I just like play, you know, records about how yeah. lonely and sad and cold Keeping I am. An eye on you. Oh. And, yeah. Open the window, hope they hear, and go, oh, do you want a coffee? <laughs> it's funny that relationships usually are best served cold, at least two days a week. <laughs> Although sometimes I go and park on my mum and dad's drive, which is very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, sort, of oh, camp- sort of camper van you got? Big one, small one, cardboard box? Uh, it is a Ford Transit van. Oh, and you've converted it? Yes. Very nice. You got- well, I say I've converted it. I haven't converted it myself. Someone else has converted it. Oh, but they've done a great job, and it's really nice. And actually, I'm now addicted to it. So I'm probably happy to continue doing that. I'm going to have to have a conversation with you about that because I've been toying with the idea of the camper van for some years. And I think that's a good idea. And I have actually heard of a married couple who live um, next door to each other. And so mm. if they wanted to eat together, oh, should we eat together tonight, dear? And, you know, and, oh, shall I come and tickle your back or whatever? I mean, you know, and you've got the choice. Yeah. And, you know, you haven't got the smelly socks. That's a very, very gentle euphemism. Yes, <laughs> if they want to eat together, they can be in the same building. Because some things, like eating together, can't be done from different buildings, can they? No, exactly. <laughs> And some marriages won't survive if you don't eat together. <laughs> some marriages won't survive if you At eat together. At least once all a week, according time. to Mr. Day. 
<laughs> At least once a week. <laughs> yeah. But he's a he's 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 a fantasist and he believes that all other men are eating with their wives a lot more often than he is. Is that right? Mm. Does he believe that women don't do any DIY as well? No, he doesn't believe that because I believe that. This is a very different conversation. Hang on a second. We're talking about decorating our, our home. <laughs> <laughs> the insides yeah. of our home. <laughs> Either way, I do a lot of it. Yeah. It's good for you, isn't it? Makes it's very good for you. It makes you very happy and fulfilled. <laughs> That's a whole nother set, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Putting up shelves with Mrs. Day. <laughs> if you ever want a support act with a few saucy poems, then do get in touch. We could go side by side, no problem. <laughs> uh, Mr. Day has actually just gone past the window on his bike, so he's obviously overheard some of this and thought... I'm off, I'm I, I'm off. I've had enough. Yeah. I've had enough. Look, I it's going to be DIY that I give up. <laughs> <laughs> I've had all the dinner I can manage. <laughs> Pull up. up to the top and I don't even want gravy. <laughs> More likely, I'm What's starving. What's gravy I'm in this euphemism? Frippin' heck. Or a dollop of mayonnaise. Out the window. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> The old ones are the old ones. So what was the very first gig you did like? Were you absolutely bricking it? Because it's not easy. Yeah, I, I did what a lot of people do, actually. And I went on a course to learn some you? of the basics of being a comedian. And it was a six-week course in London. And on the seventh week, you got to do a showcase in a pub in Leicester Square. Ooh. And... Um, yeah, it was really scary. It was really yeah. scary. And I've actually done quite a lot of sort of standing up and speaking in front of people. But comedy's yeah. different because, you know, that pressure, if someone says to you, uh, be funny, it's a yeah. real, be, it's like saying to someone, be creative. You know, it yeah. kills all creativity stone dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> so there's something very different about sort of telling a funny dinner party story and yeah. actually putting yourself out there as, I'm a comedian or I'm going to try being a comedian but it was um it was addictive you know literally the minute I got off that stage I thought this is this is what I will be doing yeah. uh, I would I will probably die trying to do this I thought <laughs> so what is what is the big dream for you then where's it all going well to be honest with you um I think for me the I'm 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 stuttering and stammering because I'm trying to avoid being corny. Do you know what corny phrase I'm trying to avoid saying? What's that? I'm I trying just to, want avoid to be happy. Saying, nearly a bit like that, but it's kind of if you're always on about the destination, you kind of can totally spoil the journey for yourself, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Um and actually none of us quite know where we're going and, and life has a horrible habit of screwing things up for us so to be honest my mission is to get better and better and better at comedy and yeah. see what happens not yes. to be 
at this level by this time yeah, yeah and enjoy it because That's actually yeah, i yeah. kind of you know i i suppose i did my other job the other way around and it was mm. quite stressful mm. i kind of had to because i was providing for my children so i sort of knew i needed to to achieve a certain amount in order to look after us all but um i'm not in that position now because i've offloaded them I've experienced empty nest syndrome. And I can tell you it's a feeling of intense relief if you don't know what <laughs> I've got five kids and they're all grown up now. But I remember when my son went to university and it was just sort of like, oh, it, it was that, that empty nest thing, as they say. But, um, yeah. But I didn't is- really get it. I think I was so... I found trying to juggle a career and being a mum so demanding that actually the opportunity to do one thing at a time was was quite freeing in some ways and I love my kids you know and I love seeing them now but um I'm really glad that they're adults and they're doing their thing you know I'd hate to think they were still dependent on me because you can dip in and out can't you yeah and it would spoil my life you know that's not what I want I'll be honest with you I've got a couple of granddaughters and we've got um, a a grandson on the way anytime now this over the next week or so and it is beautiful and you can't but you can dip in and then you can go right I'm just gonna go do this I'm gonna perform some poetry and I'm gonna put my tutu and wings on and you know gallop off somewhere else and just do the the things you love doing and I I suppose I think that's wonderful yeah, and it's that, but that's, we're allowing that in a child, aren't we? To yeah, as as um, sort of so-called grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't wait to have grandchildren. And to be honest, Percy, my dog, it's like my buddy <laughs> now. You know, it's pathetic. I've turned into <laughs> one of those women. But... Have you? Well, at least it's not cats. <laughs> yeah, it's not cats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's better. You know, if you had yeah, many, uh, many cats, then it would be a lot worse. So it's better that you've got one the dog. could become overpowering, couldn't it? It could quite a bit, I imagine. <laughs> Do you know um, Rob G and Lester, who does comedy? And no, I don't. All oh, right. Oh, I'm looking up. He's really okay. funny and he's great. And he, I went to a comedy workshop he did in a library in Northampton. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Just was everyone just going shh, shh, shh all the no. time? <laughs> no, it was in the community room. But I went out of interest okay. because my poems, some of them are funny and some of them are deep and some of them are saucy, but they're a mix. And I was just interested to see the theory behind it. And um, he was saying that if people don't laugh, then, you, you know, if you're not careful, there's like a tension. And so you have to come up with something else to do, like, oh relieve that tension and uh, to take it somewhere else you know because I mean if you're with your mates you just go well it was funny at the time and then they laugh don't they but <laughs> you know with an audience that are staring at you going nah. yeah it won't really stick with them if you go oh, it's funny at the time yeah no. <laughs> you could try it you know I've seen I've seen worse but I think when you're when you're writing comedy if you aim to surprise it yeah. often leads to something funny yeah um, yeah. and do you do yeah. observational as well because just watching people is funny isn't it and different traits and 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. And actually, one of the women that I had a lot to do with near the end of my career was a woman called Mary in HR, who was a people person. And she had a particular way of tilting her head, as people people, people often do. And I won't, she tilted her head like a, and I won't use the word because it's a rude word about a lady part, but she did do that, which isn't my fault, but she did do that. Um, but yeah, it's quite fun to just notice that certain types of people do certain types of things. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, my boss, Melanie, she found me so frustrating. Um, you know, when you, everything you do irritates someone. Yeah, well, you're and still you breathing. Just, you have to breathe. Yeah, like you breathing <laughs> in the desk next to me, you bastard. Stop existing. She couldn't say that, so she was sort of almost spitting her words because it was oh. such an effort not to show it at me. <laughs> Poor old Melanie. I oh. hope she's happy now. I'm sure she's happier. Anyway. What, because she gets a royalty of it because she gets a mention every time you do a show. <laughs> no, she ain't got to sit next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and because she will now be able to answer all her own emails, she's probably a bit perplexed as to who many of those answers were sent by. You've got to think of a clever password, haven't you? Not just choose something guessable. Yeah. She went, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember oh. what my password is at the moment. I think it's zero trust. <laughs> no. Zero trust. Oh, no. oh, baby. Oh. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think um, your password says something about you as a person? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, do 100%. Yeah. So what does zero trust say about you? That I don't trust anyone with my password. Yeah, because I've trusted people with my password before, and it usually backfires, doesn't it? Yeah, it says I was a glass half full person once. I guess exactly. Yeah, it's like it matters to me that I don't have trust. That's what it says. Yeah, that's right. I've noticed what you lot are like. Exactly. Yeah. And now I just drink it fast before you get it. (laughs) I don't know. It's more like a glass, like ninety percent drunk. Go on, I'll drink the rest. Go on, go on then. He's a, he's, he's a glass empty person. I'm a very glass <laughs> empty person. <laughs> yeah. I'm so lonely oh. all the time. Oh. I'm really hoping that you can bring your sidekick dog because I, um, on the Saturday at the Kaya Fest, it's, we're celebrating the 10 years of Kaya Fest because yeah. uh, it used to be in Wales. But also, we're celebrating everybody's birthday because no one celebrated their birthday last year. So it can be like the biggest birthday party ever. And headlining, we've got Lee Scratch Perry, who is like the, the man of reggae and dub. And he's like 80 years old or something and a big, big red beard. And he's such a huge character. So it'd be lovely for you to be part of that. Oh, I would love it. I really would. Can I just ask you, you know, Terry Hall? Yeah. Has he still got that hair straight up like that? Almost. Um, yeah, and, and and his arms are still folded. Are they? <laughs> in the posters, yeah. I'm not sure, <laughs> not sure about IRL. You'll have to you'll have to meet him and find out. I would like to meet him. 
Yeah. Because yeah. I thought he always looked, he had really nice bottom eyelashes and he oh, always yeah, looked like he was wearing a little bit of eyeliner and I don't think he was. Oh, I think he oh. just had very nice bottom eyelashes. But, you know, I'll yeah, be very disappointed well. if when yeah. I meet Terry Hall, it turns out that his eyelashes are unremarkable. That would yeah. be a shame. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> just look, went up to him and looked at the bottom of his eyes and walked away without saying a yeah. word. I well, might tough. Some people tough, have a tattoo, tough. don't they? Some people, some people have tattoos so it's permanent eyeliner. Yeah. yeah, no, I've had a permanent eyeliner. I've had permanent eyebrows. I've had Botox. I've had filler. I've had all all above the neck. It's like I've had a very expensive loft conversion. <laughs> the rest of the house. Shabby chic. Are you actually ninety? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because look at I, my hands. I think it's fair to say I don't look it, isn't it? No, really? you don't look a day over 20. That's no. right, 27, actually. Oh, lovely. That's what I asked for, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, it's really great to chat with you. Really great to chat with you. Can you give us any it. little insights? And in any little, can you give us a little sniff of your set, or are you not allowed to? Well, I'm not allowed to give you a sniff of my set, but if you'd like me to, I could close by relaxing us all down with a meditation. Um, okay. Would you like that? That'd be yes. nice. Yeah. Why, not? Why not? Your listeners would like that. Okay, so just sit back in your chairs, relax your shoulders, put your hands loose in your lap, put your feet flat on the floor, allow your gaze to fall and start to breathe in and out that's it so you're breathing in like you've got emails coming in hundreds of them <laughs> from people that you like and respect and then out like you're running out of time like you're about to let down somebody very important indeed and if you're having trouble relaxing try not to think about the last mistake you made at work or the consequences of it and if you're still having trouble relaxing, just ask yourself the question, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I hope that's helped. <laughs> oh, my there will be more meditation with Mrs. Day at KFS. <laughs> I look forward to it. We'll get the counsellors in ready enough for after you've done your session. I've made my own fanny candle to um, create an aroma Ooh. in the tent. So um, all made from natural ingredients at home. So Yay. yeah, that's something to look forward to. A bit I, like sure. Gwyneth Paltrow, but her smells of sandalwood. And that's just not authentic, <laughs> is it? I'll have to share the, my poem, Retro Aphroma, over <laughs> your fanny candle. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. We'll have a we'll have a bit of a sesh. It'll be a meeting of those um rare parts. Those female <laughs> parts. Mary will be there tilting her head. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do the outro now. This is getting weird again. And and there'll be beings <laughs> that can't reach those parts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget you can buy tickets at kaya-festival.com. Uh, Kaya Festival on all social media sites Facebook, Instagram and Twitter uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all those other places here we go one, two, Yay, one, two thank three, you Samantha Day thanks um, it's been a joy see you all soon see you on yes, the Sunday yes Sunday the 29th of August good night